Welcome to the Two Wealth Show, a show that shares how you can create real wealth for you and your family. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Bogard, and my co-host is Elizabeth Sickles, aka Super E. I am a real estate note investor specializing in performing residential real estate debt. I find the deals, acquire them for my own portfolio, as well as educate investors while walking them through the process of owning a real estate note. My co-host Super E, a real estate investor, specializing in short-term rentals and the management of them. She connects investors with short-term tenants and manages everything in between. Our show is sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. You can find out more information by visiting our websites at brightpathnotes.com and elizabethmayora.com. Welcome to the Two Wealth Show, a show that shares how you and your family can make real wealth. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Bogard. And I'm Elizabeth Mayora Sickles. All right. So the show today is actually all about Justin. So we want to give all of our listeners a little bit of background about who he is, what makes him tick, both um, professionally and personally. So get ready because we're going to be asking him a lot of questions so you can find out more. All right. <laughs> our show is sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. That's the name of your website too, isn't it? It is. So you can go check out our websites, brightpathnotes.com or elizabethmayora.com to find out more about what is we do, if you don't know already. <laughs> Episode one. Yes, of our new refreshed. Refreshed look. We're in a nice studio. We got different equipment now. So we have professional lighting. And we stepped up our game a bit. Just a bit, yes. Yeah. We're excited for this. <laughs> yes, it's fun. I, that pilot season was pretty fun. We did nine episodes, and we had a couple of interviews. Mm -hmm. Couple of fun interviews. Your your interviews with um, some of the guests that you had on there uh, that I had Miller. never I never met before. Uh, that was pretty awesome. So you had some whales come on our show. Yes, yes, awesome. heavy hitters for sure. Yeah. And we had Vicky Perry from our, our executive director in Syria, and then we had Bob Repass of Colonial Funding Group, legend in the the note industry. Yeah, he's pretty well known. If you're in the note business, you definitely know Bob Repass. If you don't, you're just you're under a rock, I think. <laughs> Look forward to having some more interviews this year. Yes. So we got some people lined up. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit about our format this this uh, season here. Sure. So what we'd like to do is kind of release an episode once a week uh, for the remaining part of the year. And Every Tuesday they're going to be coming out? Tuesday, yeah. I think Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, whatever. <laughs> we're, we're now going to be on op, op, Apple, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, all the general audio podcast channels and also we'll be filming this as a video as well so our video cast uh, will be on the bright path notes youtube channel and the elizabeth mayora youtube channel okay that's how you can find this this video part we're excited yeah all right let's let's get into it all right so fire away justin bogart yes what gets you up in the morning uh usually a kid that jumps <laughs> in my bed <laughs> Or or uh, opens the door. So we have a puppy now, and this puppy is probably I don't know 15 weeks old now. And so she does really good about not whining too much in the crate at night. But when a, if a kid wakes up, we have four kids. So if a kid wakes up in the middle of the night and comes in our door and has you know needs us for something, the dog wakes up. 
When the dog wakes up, the dog whines. When the dog whines, the dog doesn't stop for a while. And when the dog whines, me and Vicky don't really get a lot of sleep. So that's what usually gets me up in the mornings. <laughs> it's not usually my alarm clock. I'm usually up going, how do I beat my alarm clock? You know? <laughs> and how old are the kids? So we have, between both of us, we have four kids. We have two eight-year-olds, six-year-old, and a five-year-old. So three girls and one boy. It's all so. right around the same age. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. It's funny because the boy and the girl, the oldest two, the eight-year-olds, are one day apart. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. So I grew up with two older sisters, so I know what it's like to not really have any brothers and just be kind of like, you know, three girls always dominated, you know, with my mom and two sisters, and then just me and my dad are out there in left field. So it's the same situation, I'm sure, for the, for the boy in our family. Um, so he probably has to deal with all the Barbies and LOLs and OMG dolls and <laughs> you name it, all the girl stuff. So you know all of the hot topics for the, and all the Disney stuff and I, all that kid kind of stuff. I did know all the Disney princesses names when the girls about two or three years ago, they kind of, they were into it a lot and now it's kind of faded out, but I did know all the Disney princesses names, which was, I guess it was kind of amazing and also scary at the same time. Wow, congrats. <laughs> congrats. Yeah, so I'm, I look forward to uh, doing more boy stuff with uh, with uh, Vicky's boy. So Okay, excellent. And hobbies, what are your hobbies? Well, I like to work. I like to work on the business. Um, I do bicycle riding, so I have my own bicycle, and I like to get out and exercise that way. And just kind of getting some downtime with the kids. Um, so... You know, whether it's doing homework with them or playing with them in the yard or just doing some games or now with the puppy here, it's like you got the puppy time and you got kid time. So my time is wrapped up a lot with the kids. And so if, if my hobby is to like ride my bike and stuff and, and just do work-related functions, go to work events, that's obviously how we met each other was at um, a real estate event. So that's, that's, that's my life <laughs> and I love it. That's a good thing. Yeah. So what kinds of um, investments, all type of real estate investments, do you have so personally? right now, I'm only doing uh, performing loans. Okay. So that's all the investments that we're doing right now. I, I used to do fix and flips, and I used to do rentals, and I used to wholesale, and I got away from it just for the, the purposes of, well, it just wasn't my cup of tea, so to speak. So I definitely do all loans, and I tried to do a flip with my dad uh, two years ago with a house, and it ended up being a house I wanted to live in. So, you know, <laughs> it just wasn't meant to be for me to for me to do that. So that's that's what we primarily invest in is is notes and creating and creating loans as well. Okay, yep. awesome. And so you mentioned um, a cup of tea. So what's your <laughs> what's your favorite food? And do you cook? Wow, good question. So I can cook. My varieties are like pasta, uh, tacos, and uh, bre I like breakfast food. Breakfast food is probably my favorite. Um, and then non-breakfast item foods uh, would be probably just pasta in general. So I'm just a, I like Italian food. Mm. And I like to go to the hibachi grill, like the Japanese steakhouse. That's kind of that's my jam too. I like that. I usually get the clean plate award at those those places. <laughs> I'm sure the kids like it too. Yeah. Right? With all the theatrics. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Our youngest one doesn't like the fire part of it. When they do like some of the fire really? display, 
they light like the onion volcano on fire and they go choo 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 uh-huh. She doesn't like that too much, but I'm sure she'll get over it. As she ages, right? Yep. Yep. She's the youngest. She's five, so. Okay. <clears throat> so that, that's understandable. Yep. She just started pre-K, so. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite book of all time, whether personal Ooh. or professional? Well, I have to say the one that I've listened to the most uh, on audiobooks is probably the Robert Kiyosaki book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Classic. Um, yeah, just obviously. And actual reading books, um, I haven't actually read a lot of books, so I don't, I can't toot my horn to that. Okay. But the books that I have read are uh, what you call esoteric books. So they're kind of out there, they're kind of a little bit strange. Uh, there's a series of books by Peter Moon that wrote, um, uh, the first one he wrote was Transylvania Sunrise. Not the first one. The first one in the series he wrote. And so he's a little bit of a different author, but it was just a really interesting book. It's an interesting read about something that was supposed to be factual that happened in 2004 with the, with the government mm-hmm. and the Romanian government. And you kind of believe it if you want or don't believe it. But if, you don't, if, if it's not true, it was a really cool story. And if it is true, it's, it's kind of scary, but it kind of neat at the same time. So I won't divest too much into the details of the book, but... That book was uh, one of my favorite reads. Okay, and say the name one more time. It was Transylvania Sunrise. Transylvania Sunrise. Yeah. Okay. Are you a conspiracy theorist? I can be. Okay. I can be. I think there's always a conspiracy. <laughs> always <laughs> a conspiracy about something. something. Going. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your dream vacation, Justin? My dream vacation is probably going somewhere like tropical or like remote, like on an island. Okay. Um, we visited the Cayman Islands a few times, and I'd like to nice. go to Hawaii. I still haven't been to Hawaii yet, uh, so that's kind of that's kind of what I like to be near a beach, okay, uh, near water, near ocean. So as long as I'm there with my family, that's uh, that's my dream vacation. Okay. And what's your and just so you guys know, these are all these questions except for maybe two of them are all off the cuff because we really want to be just who we are. This is authentic. Yeah. This is who Justin is. Um, so what is your biggest life lesson? My biggest life lesson? Good or bad? Well, probably not starting real estate soon enough. Wow. Not okay. knowing this stuff. When I, let's see, when I first got into real estate, I was probably in my mid-30s when I finally got into some some kind of real estate as far as like investing personally. Mm-hmm. And when I learned about all this stuff and I had some mentors and I went through some training and some classes and some seminars, I realized like, why didn't I know this stuff when I was 18 or 19 or 20? Like I would, the story of my life would be so different today if I could have started sooner. So that would be my biggest probably regret is not being able to start sooner because you don't know what you don't know, right? Something true. lands in your lap and you're just like, why did I know this stuff 20 years ago? This is great. Every time I show people what I do with note investing and I teach them about how you can make money from it and how it's just passive. And they're just like, why, did, why don't I know this? Because nobody markets it and educates it. So That's a very good big lesson learned. Yeah, life lesson. <laughs> I wish I knew this stuff sooner. I'm sure there's, there's tons of lessons. Trust me, there's tons of lessons that I've learned in my life. Hey, I'm a very slow learner. I'm very hard-headed. So. Uh, do you have a favorite quote? Um. <laughs> The one that sticks out of my head is the one that my dad used to tell me, and it's, it's don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> I don't know if that's a quote, more of a saying, but, um, you know, I guess I'd have to think about it. I'm sure there's a quote that, that I like. Um, 
just something that just grounds you to understanding, you know, be yourself and just, um, you know, learn from your mistakes and just head in the direction you want to head in. Mm -hmm. Don't let other people influence what you want to do. That's good. So some quotes like that are the quotes that I, I pay attention to the most. You know, except I have to remind myself, like, stop stop going down the rabbit hole. You know, you need to stay down your path. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. There we go. That's that's my saying right now. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Either right. I need to stay in my lane or someone else needs to stay in their lane. It's like, <laughs> Especially when you're driving. Don't, right? don't cross over. That's right. That's right. It could be dangerous. <laughs> it, it very well could be. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your favorite destination in the United States? Right now, I would say it's Charleston, South Carolina. Ah, oh. very clean, very nice. the The weather's usually pretty good if it's not raining. Um, I just can't complain. Uh, when I met Vicky, we've taken many vacations to Charleston, South Carolina, and it's just every time, just like I don't want to leave, you know. <laughs> but you have to. You got to come <laughs> back home eventually. <laughs> I like it down there. Okay. I like it a lot. I can see myself living down there eventually. Is so. is that kind of the plan? It can Maybe. be. We don't know. Okay. We we we're we're trying to survive right now with He's, four little ones going yes. through elementary. <laughs> we're in survival mode now, so we're just we're picking up the pieces at the end of the day. Going, all right, let's get ramped up for tomorrow. <laughs> right. Nice. It's a battle. It's a fun battle. It's a battle. Oh, what about so everybody has Netflix and Hulu and all those accounts? So do you? Watch any shows? Do you follow any shows? Yes. Okay. So what I like to do, what Vicky and I like to do when we go to bed, is we like to watch a funny show. And usually it's like we watch the whole thirteen seasons of Friends or however many seasons they have. We'll start it from the beginning and go to the end. So it'll take you know quite a few months. And then we'll, The Office is a great one that we'll watch just to have, just to get that you know relaxation, getting the, their mindset of just a happy, funny, and then you can go to bed, you know kind of forget about what happened during the day and just kind of just zone out. We started watching uh, recently this one called You on Netflix. Okay. It's, um, I don't know, the, I can't remember the character's name because I've, I've only, I think we just watched the first season. And of course, I fall asleep during some of the stuff too. So when I wake up and it's like, how am I on episode four? <laughs> I started episode one. So anyways, it's, there's this guy and he pretty much... Um, has this uh, sick personality to where if he doesn't get his way in his relationship, he ends up hurting all the people around the person he's dating so that he can be the sole focus of his uh, woman. And it's uh, it's very, it can be graphic and it's it's very specific, but it puts you in... in Is it physical hurt? Yeah, it's physical hurt. Oh. To where it, he's... Oh, he, he You could almost picture him as kind of like a serial killer. Okay. Um, but it's called You, Y-O-U. And um, so it's something that Netflix had a lot of, people had a lot of interest in it. So, of course, I just want to check it out. So, anyways, that it's okay. You know, it has it has a good, interesting plot for it. But I think after we got through the first season, it became kind of, it became kind of the same thing. Like, you know, some of those shows you watch, they just kind of, the next season is just like, you know, what, why are they extending the story, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of like Game of Thrones. Like, I, I watched Game of Thrones all the way through. I'm sure a lot of people did. And at the very end, you're just, like, left, like, going, ah, that's it? That's what happens? You know? <laughs> okay, so you. Yep. Okay. Very interesting. 
So you said that you and Vicky see so watch TV to unwind before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. But what what else do you do? Do you have any tricks or hacks during the day to kind of when you're overwhelmed with the business? Hey, how can I just <laughs> all day, <laughs> all day overwhelmed? So I kind of pause and take deep breaths. I catch myself getting a little bit of anxiety. I just kind of pause and be like, or step away from my computer. You know, pick up my phone and maybe I have like a game app on my phone. Just kind of just get my brain just totally off the reservation of what I was focused on. Take a break, a mental break, check out for a second, then get back into it. I started doing work, planned workouts now. Okay. So I designate like a time during the week in a specific time on that weekday and just make sure that I just hit it. Like, like treat it like a meeting, you know, prepare for it stretched whatever do a quick workout and then get right back into it and it kind of helps get get me re-energized and refocused for the next uh next chapter of the day i guess <laughs> and yeah. do you work out at a gym do you work out at home no, i do it at home now so oh, nice. uh, a guy that i met he's a fitness trainer and so he'll share a workout with me over like a zoom call like a webinar call okay. and so then he'll i'll just mimic what he's doing like it won't be it'll be no weights just all like you know, running in place or doing calisthenics or certain exercises where you can do like in a small area. Okay. And so I'll do that. So basically just get your heart rate up, just sweat a little bit and being able to, to isolate some muscles and do certain things and strengthen yourself that way. So, so is it real time mm -hmm. training with him? Yep. On Zoom? Oh, yep. So I got my microphone, my camera set up. Mm -hmm. I got, I got my, I actually do it in my office. It's a, it's a small space in my office at, at the house. Wow. And uh, so I can just go do the workout right there. Oh, that's great. So I'll have to go to the gym. You don't have to drive anywhere. Just make it convenient. It's it's all about time wealth, you know. You got to make things simple and convenient. So You do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the most rewarding part of owning your own business? Well, you get to set your own rules, right? You get um, – you only, you only have to report to yourself, which also can be a bad thing too because you got to play – the big boss, you got to play the manager, you got to play the the groundling or whatever you want to call the, the lowest person on the totem pole. Um, but I say probably the freedom is nice because uh, I can choose to stop what I'm doing during the day and I can do something with one of my kids and then I can, I can table whatever I'm doing and maybe put it towards the end of the day or later at night. So I have that luxury of that flexibility and that freedom is what I like the most about being an owner. And how how many hours do you typically work a week? Oh man, I don't know. I get asked that every now and then, and I wouldn't say, you know, I don't put in an eighty-hour work week. Um, I'd be reluctant to say I even put in a fifty-hour work week. I'd probably say it's anywhere from thirty to forty hours during the week. Um, some weeks, obviously, would be more, and some are less. Um, it just works out that way. But my my goal is to kind of start getting things in the business to be more automated and get, you know, pass off more tasks that I don't need to be doing mm -hmm. and then really get it streamlined to where I can actually focus on a couple of days a week of just not doing, you know, day-to-day -day operations and focus on big picture things and be more of a visionary. Excellent. And who has had the biggest impact in your life? Probably a couple of people definitely have an impact on my life. Um, my mentor, my, my my heaviest hitter mentor is is Eddie Speed of Note School, and there's a couple of guys in that organization that definitely have steered me in the right direction. Um, here locally, I'd say my friend Brett Snodgrass really Amazing. really helped uh, me define like 
what, what it is I need to be doing. Um, my friend locally that you know as well, Mark Delfini, he's mm -hmm. helped a lot with getting kind of your, your vision down and understanding the direction you want to go. There's been quite a few people that I, that I have really inspired me to, to understand like what is staying in your lane, you know, mm -hmm. how do you, how do you just stay down your path? Like stick with your goal, go reach your goal and don't let anything, you know, ambient noise kind of impede your path where you, where you got to go. And, you know, it's kind of fun because now it's the year 2020, right? So everybody's on the focus. So staying in yeah. your lane. So it kind of makes it a little bit easier just since you're, you know, since we're hearing that more right now. Yeah, the 2020. I see all the memes on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I really wasn't going to go there, but that's really staying in my lane or staying, everyone staying in the lane is really what I want to happen. Mm -hmm. It feels like if people are crossing over too much in your business, it really affects productivity, affects efficiency. So. And even in the in your personal lives as well, right? Oh, absolutely. When people get... Yeah. Yeah, Vicki and I have to have, you know, team meetings, so to speak, to be like, all right, what it is that she's going to do, what it is that I'm going to do, so we can stay down that path. And, mm -hmm. you know, she's going to take care of whatever it is. I'm going to take care of this thing. And, you know, it's a definitely a team effort. <laughs> with four we got, kids. We got that's... four employees. You know? <laughs> well, and five with the dog, so. <laughs> the, dog's, the dog is very smart, but, man. Man, she, she requires some attention sometimes. And what kind of dog? She is a, how would you describe her? Oh, she's a lab and a pit mix, but she looks more lab than anything. But she's got those that big old butt hip thing going where she kind of waddles like this. But she can always, only say when you're talking about a dog, right. by the way, if you're talking about a Just female. Just a dog, yeah. <laughs> that's right. I can get away with it today. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, we, like I said, we wanted to give you a glimpse of Justin, what he is professionally and personally, so that you can see exactly who Justin Bogart <laughs> is of Bright Path Notes. So it's been a pleasure to get to know even a lot of things that I didn't know about you as well. So thank you for being open for me asking all kinds of right off the cuff questions. Great interview, my friend. <laughs> Great interview. Yeah. So awesome. Well, um, and we have a lot more coming up for you this year. We're really excited about this new format that we're doing, and mm -hmm. we're going to have some fun curveballs here and there, so stay <laughs> tuned. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for, for joining us today. Uh, you can also catch this episode on our Bright Path Notes YouTube channel and Elizabeth Mayora's YouTube channel as well. So thanks, and you know, until next time, see you later. Thank you. Two Wealth Show is produced by Justin Bogard and Super E, sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. Thanks for listening and watching for our show. 